Things that are being closed or shut down, effective midnight tonight, uh, takeaway food will be shut. Pubs, cafes, coffee shops, and food courts will be closed. How many how many hits can you take? I guess like you know, you, we have to keep being resilient. The unknown of, of how many people are actually affected or potentially exposed. For us, it's just trying to figure out, um, you know, uh, how long this is going to last for because six days can turn into six weeks. This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. As we've seen in South Australia this week, cases of COVID can spike dramatically. States have locked their borders. South Australia has changed on a dime. We're going to catch up with a couple of past guests and see what's happening because the Premier's just announced some restrictions and everyone's a little bit confused. We've got Paul Baker here from Chefs on Wheels. Mate, how are you going? Um, okay, I guess. Um, yeah, the, the announcement today was pretty crazy, pretty full on. So we re- really, it's been an hour and we're still kind of reeling, trying to work out sort of where we fit in and what we can do, I guess. Well, Premier Marshall has released them. They're closing all schools and universities. And it's a bit blurry, the lines on what restaurants can do, whether takeaways and cafes and food courts are, are now closed. Do you, do you have confirmation of what's exactly going on? Um, oh, well, I know takeaway has um, ceased for everyone. Yeah, there's a few different lists of what, to, what we can and can't do and who's closing and who's staying open and what effectively is an essential um, worker and essential business. So um, well, we believe that our, um, our model is essential business. You know, we've cut off our takeaway now. There's no more click and collect. So, and we've already sort of been doing our contactless deliveries already. So um, you know, we've already got the tools yeah. in place for this to happen again. So we're just trying to you know, put them all in place now. So the, the new rules will allow a home delivery but not a pickup. Is that what the, the details are? Well, that's still that's still a bit murky as well, I guess. Um, that's what, we're just trying to, yeah, we're, we're reeling as well, trying to find a government body that can give us an exact answer on that. Um, one would think that would already be ready to go with an announcement like that. But look, um, you know, they're, they're doing their best and so we'll just keep trying to do ours. South Australia has been relatively back to normal until the last week and you've watched what's happened to Melbourne with its lockdown. How has it felt this last week to be thrown back into this world? Um, oh, well, I think it just really highlighted that this, this wasn't over and you know, South Australia was very much back to, um, you know, a sense of back to normal. But, um, you know, I knew myself and it was always a matter of time before, you know, something was happened. We had more cases in many hotels than anyone around the country. So, you know, it didn't feel inevitable, but mm. you know, we just had to really be on our toes. And you know, this has really highlighted that. But I think it's the, the problem with our, our problem, sorry, the problem with our clusters now is that the strain is very different, which is what we were explained this afternoon, is that we have a 24-hour incubation mm. period and they're already into their fifth, um, fifth um, generation of it. So, um, you know, I guess the crackdown had to be harsh to try and just get everyone to stop for a minute, catch up a bit. Because, you know, you, we've seen from Melbourne what can happen if this does get out of control. What sort of impact do you think this will have in the short term? Oh, I just don't know. It's, fuck, it's, it's how, many, how many hits can you take, I guess? Like, you know, you, we have to keep being resilient. Um, and we're just, we're just really now to try and see what we can do. You know, all of our friends are now shut down again. And um, I suppose we just, you know, if we can keep operating, then it's our responsibility to try and help wherever we can. And especially the people of South Australia, they're only allowed to go out for grocery shopping, petrol, and that's it. So um, once again, we're going to have to, you know, mobilise and do more for them and be there for them. 
How are you feeling at the moment? I know the impact on hospitality businesses will be dramatic um, because of the restrictions that have come in. But how are you feeling personally? Do you feel do you feel safe there? Do you feel like that you know there's a chance that the that COVID's going to spread quickly? What, what's the sense? Oh, the incubation and the non-symptoms part of this train makes me nervous. Like all the staff immediately once we found out, everyone's now in masks. Like we just you can't tell if anyone's got it. So it's it's very much now. You know, it's it's we're playing with something you just cannot see. Um, so that's the scary bit. But other than that, we've got so many systems in place. When I talked to you the very first time we started this business, I think I cried on the phone. I'm a lot more confident yeah. in, in our ability to you know look after the, the the staff, the business, the customers way better than we could at the start. So you know we've had you know something like eight or nine months to prepare for something like this. So we're just gonna you know put our heads down, bum up, and just get it done, and we'll we'll get through it. When your business was born out of the pandemic and the need for meals delivered at home, um, is, it, is it vastly different to what you started with? Oh, big time. It's, it's chalk and cheese. Like, that's what we feel like the, the old daddy of the COVID situation, like, you know, we were, um, eight months feels like eight years. And, um, yeah, like I said, we're way better prepared now than we were eight months ago. So I guess that's um, going to put us in better stead to, you know, be able to react quicker than we did last time and really be there for everyone. Well, it's um, a pretty, pretty dramatic day in South Australia at the moment. Um, what would you say to the hospitality industry uh, there that's uh, got a pretty tough week ahead? Oh, just take a big deep breath, have a drink, and then just start processing everything. Um, I guess it's just ticking off the little things as you go along and don't think about the bigger picture too much. Um, and just call a friend, call me, call, whatever you, call anyone you need to. We're all here to help. Well, Paul, I know you've got a lot to sort out because you've only really just got the news of, of what's uh, happening there now for you guys and um, you need to process all of that. We really appreciate you catching up with us. Um, probably give you a call pretty soon and see, see how you're feeling in a week. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Keep up the good work. We've also got Sally Sassy on the line from Lee Street Wine Room. Um, Sally, we've spoken to you before and the challenges involved with the first lockdown. What's what's it feel like right now with the restrictions that have just been released? Oh, look, it's pretty devastating. I think um, uh, consensus uh, across Adelaide is that this was probably avoidable or should have been avoidable if the right measures were in place with testing uh, those workers at the Medi hotels. So um, it was hard enough when they put us into the one in four, this, you know, city workers were told to work from home and, you know, for two days we did pretty much donuts um, in regards to revenue. So, yes, the lockdown um, is welcome because we saw it last time. The sooner we get into lockdown, the sooner we can get out of it and start getting back to normal. Um, but it's fucking heartbreaking. We had two really strong weeks. We had a massive Sunday with um, James from Hubert doing a collaboration. Um, and so to just be here days later is, you know, I, I could actually cry. I could genuinely cry. Well, it's, it's turned on a dime, hasn't it? It was like, it wasn't that, it was only a few days ago that they just talked about a couple of cases and then all of a sudden the borders are shut and now you guys are sent into lockdown. What, what's this week been like for you personally? Oh, it's been incredibly draining. I think the hardest thing this time around is there is no government assistance. So last time there was a little bit of JobKeeper or there was JobSeeker, whereas now we get absolutely nothing. Um, we didn't even get anything from the state budget. So it's actually harder this time around. It's 
you know, pretty much a draconian like lockdown. So we can't even do takeaway. Um, and we also, uh, we're still waiting on a hundred percent clarification, but it looks like we can't even do juice traders, which was our saving grace last time. Wow. There is a lot of confusion over what the restrictions are and what they mean in regards to home delivery or takeaway. Do you, have you been seeking clarification for that? I know they've only just announced everything. Yeah, I think they themselves are probably still working it out, to be honest. Um, this happens time and time again where, you know, they release a statement and then um, they have to, you know, I suppose iron out the, the finer points and they don't realise um, that minor details actually affect multiple areas, so whether it is home delivery versus takeout and like a Macca's, for example. There's so many variables and it is just an absolute nightmare when, as a business, you're trying to be as reactive as possible, but when you don't have a clear message and you don't have that clarification, you're literally, you know, going from A to B to Z to, you name it, you're all over the place like a headless chook and you just can't operate efficiently. Uh, after the, you opened up again, life sort of got back to sort of relative normality in, in Adelaide and was trade sort of happening, but you would have had one eye on what was happening in Melbourne and that really big, long lockdown that they had. How are you feeling about what they went through and sort of the potential for that to happen where you are? Yeah, I think that was really devastating to watch because obviously we all have um, friends in the industry and seeing just how much they suffered. I think the um, the thing is is that you also then look across um, to a state like New South Wales where you've got Gladys who says, you know, you can't keep continuing to interrupt businesses and interrupt um, lives. We need to learn to live with this. Part of that is having a really efficient contact tracing system in place. We failed that in South Australia. We don't have one. And that is why we are reliant on putting up a bulletin with a list of shops from someone's memory of time and then you know relying on people coming forward which is why this is such a dangerous situation that we're in because the unknown of of how many people are actually affected or potentially exposed you know could be massive um and i think that's why we're in the position we're in um i tell you what nathan and i uh, are strongly considering a move back to new south wales wow wow uh, what sort of impact do you think this is going to have on in the short term on the hospitality sector there? Uh, I think it's going to be the same hard slog, slog we've just come out of. Like um, the fact that there's no people in the city anymore working from their businesses. We only just got that back and in the last two weeks – all of us have seen a massive increase in revenue in, you know, like a really good spirit and a vibe of what South Australian um, hospitality, food and wine is all about. And I think that people won't be rushing back into the city. And even when they do, again, that whole sense of feeling safe and secure to go and eat at venues um, is going to be something that's rebuilt over time. We only just got it back two weeks ago. So um, knowing now we have to regather from an actual outbreak is going to be an even harder slog. I know you probably haven't had time to sort of digest everything that's just sort of happened, but do you, do you have a plan for the next week ahead yet? Unfortunately not. And the reason being is because, you know, the government doesn't give us a plan. It's all very reactive. So um, we came up with the idea of doing takeaway models, et cetera, but then today apparently we can't do it. So again, um, you know, we invest money in buying a whole bunch of produce only to be told we now can't use it. So, you have, you know, very loose ideas in mind as to what you will do. But at the end of the day, until they make an announcement, it's anyone's guess and we can't kind of bank on anything. Um, you've been pretty influential um, with some of the politicians there and what they should be doing. And you've been very vocal um, during this time. And um, what would you say to them about how they can help the hospitality sector through this 
period. Look, I think that um, the government in particular, because this has this outbreak has come from um, the government's incompetence with doing mandatory testing in a high-risk situation, especially when they allowed those workers to go home to their residences where they could have 50 people in the gathering, I think they need to step up and actually put money behind small businesses who have now been directly affected. You know, in the latest state bu um, budget, the um, Marshall has put in, in place $11.3 million towards um, fixing local reserves and um, wildlife parks or whatever it might be. And it's like, well, maybe you now need to reconsider because, you know, families, small businesses, hospitality sector and tourism is literally dying. Um, and the fact that his response in yesterday's um, Presso was that we can't save um, we can't save all people or all businesses is just not good enough, especially when this outcome is based on their shoulders. Well, Sally, I know you've got a lot to consider, and you've only just got the news, and we really, really value your time um, this afternoon. Good luck with everything. We might touch base in a week and see how you're feeling. Thank you. I think if anything um, will get us through, as always, is a hospitality spirit. And that's, um, you know, that's to just keep going. And um, that's got us through last time and it will no doubt get us through this time again. We've got Duncan Velgamud from Africola in Adelaide on the line. Duncan, you've just been delivered some pretty devastating news. It's been a hell of a week. How are you feeling? Oh, we're just trying to um, just get our heads around what that means. And, you know, I mean, having, you know, being in lockdown for six days, you know, is doable. Um, I mean, we're not allowed takeaway. We're not allowed to serve any any food whatsoever. So it's a full, complete lockdown. So... There's no indication of any support from the government, just a, just a, an order down to say that things are closed down and you can't operate. How, how are you feeling about that? Um, uh, look, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. The government, like the state government have, in my opinion, they've, they've done quite a bit for businesses, I reckon, um, above and beyond. But I also do come from South Africa, so... You know, maybe I'm looking at it. <laughs> maybe I'm biased. It's like, oh, they're giving money. <laughs> oh, amazing. I didn't have that. I didn't have that growing up. Um, so I am a bit biased. However, um, look, it, it all depends on timings. Like, we can get our head rounds six days. That's fine. You know, my crew are like super chuffed that they can have six days off. However, um, if it's longer yeah. than that, then you know that goes. It starts eating into our December trade all our functions, weddings, all sorts of shit. And then, uh, and then you know, we'll be, we'll be pretty, pretty stressed, to be honest. How has it felt this week? It's been, like, accelerating so quickly. It was only a couple of days ago that this even started. What, what's it been like for you? Well, I suppose the thing is, I mean, um, you know, you, you start thinking about where you've been, where your family's been, you know, um, first and foremost. And just, you know, thank God, like, we've, we've managed to, to kind of avoid um those those areas but they're you know surrounding our neighborhood essentially but um but yeah it's it's like like all of this you know bad bad news comes fast and um you kind of just have to deal with it and move on move forward and not get bogged down you got a lot of friends in melbourne and they've gone through a massive lockdown and only finally just opened up again given you've seen that from afar and you've been trading during this time how are you feeling about 
South Australia at the moment? Are you nervous about the next couple of months? Look, karma is a bitch. <laughs> and I knew, I knew, you know, um, we were we were complacent in the state you know i mean we really were like as soon as we as soon as restrictions were lifted and because we're just this pocket in the world um it was business as usual and even more so you know like we had such a an upshot in turnover an upshot in in um you know people just wanting to to support all the businesses so you know when that is your your day in day out you kind of forget that there's a another world out there um now we've been put into this, but you know I have faith in the in, in South Australia and the people in South Australia to do the right thing. Apart from fucking you know like buying heaps of toilet paper like complete fucking retards. Um, other than that, you know, I mean, I know there's like twenty car lineups at booze shops and you know, I mean, at at the end of the world and in the end of the world, you know, it's good to have a restaurant that you can pilfer from. Really, I mean, that's all. Yeah. When we recorded a couple of months ago, you gave one of the most um, amazing accounts of what restaurants may mean and what they need to be after the pandemic. What sort of impact do you think this second lockdown might have on Adelaide's restaurants? Look, um, I know there are plenty of restaurants in the city that that were really struggling um, and, and really not meeting the numbers that they needed to be after the last set of restrictions. Unfortunately, this will maybe be a bridge too far. Um, you know, like like for us, it's like you know, if this if this lockdown goes further, you know, do we go back onto job keep? Like, what is you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff that that kind of hits your head. I mean, I'm confident in where we are and what we do, and you know, our businesses. Um, you know, we we will emerge strong from this um, because we'll pivot towards that. But um, this is definitely going to have a, a very, very serious effect. I mean, you know, this is, this is the time where you start planning things like the Fringe Festival, the Adelaide Festival, the Adelaide Cabaret Festival. Um, you, know, uh, you know, friends of mine had their, their festival, um, you know, their big festival knocked back. Um, and that's been pretty devastating for them. You know, they've already lost one of their venues um, due to, to COVID. So, you know, this was, this was a time for them to, um, you know, take you know take some cash back but now that's been stopped you know there's yeah there's a lot of people that will be suffering from this um but you know i'm confident that we will we will bounce back um you know our community is strong we are sensible we'll do the right thing and if not they can fuck off to the eastern states <laughs> well mate <laughs> uh, i know that it's been a pretty um dramatic day and you've sort of only just got the news and we really appreciate your time you're a bloody legend much love to you and all of the hospo and all of the citizens of south australia good luck um keep in touch and uh, we'll talk again soon absolutely and i and i just want to put out there um any any adelaide or south australian operators that you know need to have a socially distanced beer or need anything like shout out um you know email me text me whatever because um a lot of people will be feeling it um and you know we are we're you know we're a support for that community so reach out if you need a beer via zoom legend thanks mate this is the deep in the weeds podcast i'm anthony huckstep Stay tuned as we share the stories of Australia's hospo community, suppliers and producers in search of hope during this pandemic. Special thanks to executive producer Rob Locke for making this all happen. Follow us on Instagram at Deep in the Weeds Podcast or email us at podcast at deepintheweeds.com.au. Stay safe and be well. <laughs>